0: stories from courageous people who have moved through their losses and found hope, their own authenticity, and how to give back to the world. And now, your host, Counselor Mandy.
1: Welcome to Finding Hope. This is your host, Counselor Mandy Bird, and I am so thrilled and touched today to be be on this show and podcast with my dear friend and soul sister, a woman that I have the utmost respect for, Elizabeth Catignani. Hey there, Elizabeth.
2: Hey, Mandy. <laughs>
1: so happy that you're with us today and as i always say because it's just the truth i'm always so thrilled that my producer cindy bolero and dear friend is with us and brings such excellence to finding hope hey there cindy
0: hey there and thank you so much it's a privilege to be here and it is my great honor to introduce elizabeth cuttignani to you today She is a certified creative grief coach, a health coach, and author of Creative Greetings, A Hip Chick's Path from Loss to Hope. After several unexpected losses at the age of 27, she has passionately dedicated her life to helping others experience healing, joy, and purpose after loss. She established her creative wellness a blog, and online platform, as a supportive space for women to become empowered on their journey in healing and wellness, from grief to hope. She believes in the transformative power of the human journey and our sacred stories. Through sharing her own story, she hopes to light the way for others, seeking a healthy, heart-centered, and fulfilling life. And I have had the privilege of knowing Elizabeth for many years and her story, and I'm so happy that you're here with us today. Thank you so much. It's so great to be here, ladies.
1: Well, I want to say one of the things that I love so much about this podcast is that um, we get to have real, genuine conversations with incredibly um, passionate, empowered human beings. And I'm so thrilled to speak with you today, Elizabeth, and I can't help but take a moment um, to say that we have an incredible story, what you, myself, and Cindy share. For for listeners that don't know, the three of us from um, 2011 until 2016 had a nonprofit called The Respite, a center for grief and hope, and the three of us partnered together and had um, an incredible life changing experiences and all that we did through our nonprofit, working with people who um, were grieving and we each continue to do so in our own way. So it just means the world to
2: me to have you on today. Thank you so much, Mandy. Yes, I'm so Just happy to be connecting with you around these important topics today. And I just, I love hearing again about all that we've (laughs) done together. It just, it will always be in my heart and um, yeah, just very grateful for the time we've had together and all the things we've accomplished with around grief and uh, helping women. So that's always going to be close to my heart. Yes. I really have to say, I
1: mean, the three of us could be like in the superpower hall of famers around what we've done <laughs> with grief and loss and and what, what you know, what we so passionately, diligently work to do, you know, in the South and you know, in yeah. Charlotte, North Carolina, manifesting a grief center before grief was even being spoken about in our popular culture. It's just, we were, we were really ahead of our time. And I'm so, so proud of all that we did. Um, And so now here we are in 2021 um, in a pandemic. And for those, I want to give our listeners that don't know your story, Elizabeth, um, an opportunity. And, and, you know, I'm so passionate about this question around You know, to share with our listeners, you know, what have been some of the losses in your own life that occurred that, you know, cracked you wide open and catapulted
2: you into your calling? Yes. Yeah, definitely. Um, Well, gosh, I'm about 11, 12 years now into my, I call it my grief journey. And uh, it started back in 2008. I lost my son to stillbirth, and that was after a a nine-months healthy pregnancy. Um, he died of a court accident, and um, this beautiful baby boy, nine pounds. Um, I just that completely just overturned my world, put everything upside down, and. Uh, Cause I'd never experienced uh, a loss like that in my life before. And um, it was for sure uh, I just felt completely um, everything I knew suddenly didn't make sense anymore. (laughs) So I was working through, you know, that loss um, and my husband at the time and I, we, we had a lot of, we did a lot of work around that uh, together and he was a special forces soldier. And about 18 months after we lost our son, uh, we did have a healthy daughter in between uh, there. Um, But only a year and a half after we lost our son, he uh, had to go overseas on uh, one last um, deployment. And he ended up getting killed, uh, in August of 2009. And once again, I was reeled back into the depths of grief and those two losses back to back, you know, it was a lot to navigate and, um, figure out. And I picked up the pieces somehow, um, had to start over yet again. And so that really called cult- cult- a catapulted me into just really wanting to normalize grief to reach out and find other women who had had maybe similar experiences because it was a very, you know, I was only 26 when I lost my son, 27 when I lost my husband, you know, so it was just, you know, it it was just like, wow, I feel like an alien walking around. Does anyone else know how this feels kind of thing? And, um, so yeah, so I, I, dove into finding other young widows and I started a group called still widows, um, which was incredible. Just, just finding other people that I could truly connect with and could understand the kind of story I was living um, was huge in my healing journey. And I eventually out of that wrote a book, um, which came out in 2013, creative grieving, a hip chick's path from loss to hope. And that really told my story. Like I just, I just was like, I have to get this out. Like there's so much I'm learning about life and healing and grief and joy and all of it that I just couldn't contain it. So I had to put it down into words. And, um, I had a lot of fellow widows I know contribute to that book. And, um, it was, it was also just a huge piece of, um, coping and healing and, um, so, yeah, so it's still a huge passion just to, uh, just to share, you know, the things that I've learned on the way. And now I'm, it's hard to believe it, but I'm 11, 12 years into my journey right now. Um, yeah. And I feel like I've lived so many chapters, so many lives, and it's oh, pretty, yeah. pretty remarkable.
1: <laughs> it is, it is. I mean, it. it it's incredible your spirit's tenacity to um I mean I'm recalling back um when I first met you and and then when we decided to um along with Cindy, the three of us, you know, really go for the respite. I just I remember shortly before then when we uh, were doing the Soul Widows retreats together that you invited mm-hmm. me to join you in. Just, you know, you're you're determination your dogged determination that you were going to create a community that did not exist you know it did not exist when you needed it and so you decided that you know you were going to light a fire and help create it um yes and so wonderful creating it with you Thank you. I feel the exact same way. It was so special. Oh man, I miss those days. I miss them. It was such a special, special time. And, Mm -hmm. um, and we, and, you know, I'm so proud of, um, the three of us and all that we creatively made happen. Um, it's, it's really, we're so blessed with with support from others um, to really create some miracles. Um, so sure. yeah, so now, I mean he, here, here we are, eleven years later. I mean, you have a, a very different life. you're you've remarried, um, mm-hmm. you've had um, you know, I mean, share with our listeners kind of you know, here you are, and now you know you've had a second another baby. You know, um just what is that like for you now as a as a mom at
2: home
1: during this pandemic?
2: Yes. Um, yeah, I I remarried in twenty fifteen to an amazing man and I've got a beautiful um four year old now too. I've got uh two daughters, uh twelve and four. They're very uh fun and um Challenging ages. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, like I, I just, I feel so blessed and I feel like I've worked really hard through my grief and just uh, done a lot of self work, a lot of self care to get to where I am now, to where I can really be just present in my life, grateful for what I've built and what I have around me and the love that I have. Um, so that, that has just been such a blessing and I absolutely take none of it for granted. Um, and yes, this year it's been interesting because it's really just kind of reconnected and reminded me of all the tools that I've needed, uh, to work through grief with, because this year has been so full of so many different varieties of losses that we never could have expected, and so it's been interesting because I—it's been such a roller coaster, I'm sure, for so many, <laughs> for all, probably everybody. Um, and being, you know, a stay-at-home mom and having, you know, my priorities around meeting my children's needs, and I, I w- there was a point where I was really starting to forget my own self-care and. I, I just that's something that it's funny because I'm like, gosh I've written about this i I've, <laughs> I've offered these tools to other women. It's funny how we forget to to use them on ourselves and so I've had to revisit some of the things that I've resources that I've offered or mentioned for other women and um, just a few months ago I was really getting into a pretty dark place. I've struggled with Anxiety throughout my life, um, especially over the last decade, and this year has really just re-triggered a lot of my anxiety. And I was beginning to notice signs, okay, that you know I am not handling this, very, you know, well. Which there's honestly no rule book for getting through a pandemic, so um, right, you know, we can't really blame ourselves for that. You know, we have to give ourselves that's a right. Grace. Um. I was starting to get really um, just that negative self-talk. Like, why am I not handling things better? Like, why am I feeling so stressed all the time? What's wrong with me? And like, none of that was going to be helpful. And it was just digging me deeper and deeper. Um, Cause you know, as parents, (laughs) we already have enough guilt as it is. And uh, you know, so that mom guilt was just driving me crazy cause you want the best for kids. And, you know, mine, uh, my oldest has been doing remote learning from home and she started her middle school. She's in sixth grade. She started her middle school year on the computer. And, you know, just thinking about all the, all the opportunities for social socializing and, um, like she used to do acting classes and she used to you know, just have play dates and, and for my little one, um, having to, we pulled her out of preschool and she was just absolutely thriving there. And, you know, so those things just, they break your heart. And yet you also have to remember there's certain things just out of your control sometimes, and you can't beat yourself up over every little thing. And cause I just, I, I just worried about them having relationships and like, you know, like, how are we going to navigate this? And especially, you know, we've been doing this for a year. Um, I feel like we're just on such, you know, we've been on such this hamster wheel <laughs> and it's hard to kind of know what the next steps are when you don't know how long something's gonna last. And so I was just really, I was just kind of falling into despair a couple months ago. Of like, when is this gonna end? Like we've been running this marathon for so long. Um, I was really hitting a wall and just feeling exhausted and I'm sure there are so many parents and moms out there feeling that way um, and so I, I was really like okay I have to go back to the basics I have to go back to the simple little things of making sure that I'm mentally healthy and physically healthy so that I can be the best best I can possibly be with all the circumstances for my family and So I really started, like, I'm a very creative person by nature. So I, like, if if you're a creative and, and you don't have that inspiration or those outlets available and you're just feeling just not inspired, it's, it's, it can be a very dark place to be. You just feel so constrained. And so I was like, okay, I need to tap into those parts of me that I know because, you know, I used to do a lot of writing. I wrote a book a long time ago. I used to love to write, and um, I was getting down on myself because I wasn't putting up blog posts and um, you, you know at a at a decent pace. I wasn't you know feeling inspired to like share things, and I'm like, gosh, this is not who I am. And so I was really just feeling like what happened to me. So um, I've kind of been the last couple of months just slowly reconnecting to, you know, myself. And so I've, I've, I've started to take baby steps. Like I've really um, just made it a point to uh, one thing I'm doing is getting outside because I think that, you know, with, with being indoors and, and quarantining and, and just being in you know, the same four walls that can be very constricting and very depressing. And so one of the biggest things that has helped is literally like just going outside. Like even if it's, you know, your backyard or your porch or opening a window, um, hearing the birds, just feeling that nature around you is so healing and calming and just gives you a sense of grounding and you know, now that, thank God, we've made it through the winter and the sun should be out more. It's a little easier yeah. to get out now. But there was one point where I was like, it was freezing out. I don't think I'd been out for like literally maybe two or three days. Like I had maybe gone out to my mailbox and I was wearing yeah. pants. I probably have world's largest collection of leggings and pajama pants. <laughs> and um, it's so hilarious. But um, yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm like, oh, I don't ever want to wear jeans again after this. But I um, was like, that's it. I've got to get out. I'm going to go crazy. So I like, I put my daughter in her stroller. I bundled her up. We put some blankets in there. I took some snacks. I'm like, we we're going to do this. We're going to walk. <laughs> and I mean, We just went for like a 30 minute walk. And I was like, I just felt like a new person. Like afterwards, I felt my you know, blood flowing. I was like fresh air. Oh my gosh. Like sun on my face. Like we forget sometimes how just those simple little things can just shift our, our attitude and our feel the way we feel. And, um, so, it, so yeah, so I'm just taking more conscious steps of like, okay, this is what I need to incorporate to feel more like myself again. And, um, I've also been challenging myself with, getting back into writing I I bought a um a journal that has prompts in it and I I think it's really helpful especially if you have kind of been in a writer's rut or you haven't had inspiration for a while I got it's a very um it's not scary at all it's just a six minute diary and Mm. so every night I'll sit down and I'll just answer the prompts and there's like a little section for gratitude uh there's a place to write a positive affirmation and just having that little ritual it's just a better way for me to end my day than um you know passing out to netflix or something you know it gives you right yeah yes a sense of like okay this is this is what i experienced today this is where i am mentally and emotionally and um it's just, it's, it's something simple. And I find that when I do start writing, I actually tend to start writing a lot more than I thought I had in me. And, um, so that's been a huge, um, thing too lately. That's just helped me remember those moments of gratitude because even when I'm having stressful days with the kids and they're just, they're kind of emotionally off balance or everybody's a little sick of each other. Um, I can just be in those moments more now of like, okay, I'm I'm snuggling with my child on the couch and these 10 minutes feel really good. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we went outside and we laughed together about something, you know, we, you know, just, just those like small little moments and, you know, just ending my day with a cup of tea or starting my morning with a cup of coffee and just, um having those little rituals I think um is also really helpful because it kind of gives you a sense of okay this is where I'm starting, this is where I'm ending my day and no matter what happened in between, <laughs> you know, you can we can at least try to start out positive and end positive. And um so yes, yeah, so I've been really just trying to do a lot of revisiting the tools that I know worked for me in the past and Um, so I really encourage, you know, anyone who might be struggling to try to just take baby steps into reconnecting with those parts of yourself that were maybe pre-pandemic that bring you tiny bits of joy, um, you know, whether it's movement, um, you know, moving 30 minutes a day, um, taking care of your central nervous system because it's been such a stressful year. Um, yes you know <laughs> we really have to just try to catch ourselves before we get to this point of complete burnout and um so just literally taking those tiny steps to nurture ourselves you know especially busy parents that maybe have you know we don't have the luxury of well, I'm just going to take an hour and go meditate. And later, you know, it's like, that, that just doesn't, you know, you've got the kids jumping on you or someone needs something or, you know, like, so you really have to get creative about, you know, like I'm literally talking in my car right now. Um, this is where I'm going to have the most privacy. So we're used to talking in bathrooms and closets and garages and cars. Like, yeah. Yep. This is where you got to go to get that privacy. Um so yeah so you just you got it you know so yeah i'm just finding the humor where i can you know and because i think humor also helps us get through a lot so i've been listening to a lot of funny podcasts and just really finding ways to to just remind myself that you know there's joy and there's laughter out there despite all the heaviness to somehow balance it out and yeah (laughs) Well, you, you are giving our
1: listeners so many, um, golden gems and, and something that I think is overall so essential, um, when I, when I think about what you've been sharing today is that for our listeners to remember that, you know, even, I mean, all of us, I mean, leaders, I mean, you know, leaders like you, Elizabeth, that, um, you know, have spent your adult life, you know, giving back, you know, you're an author, you, you know, you co-founded a grief center, you've, you know, had, um, you know, a practice helping people. There's, there's a lot that, you know, now you, you're, you know, you run this website and have a blog that, you know, all that you give, and all that we know that there are times in our lives like when that are extraordinary and out of the ordinary, like a pandemic strikes, like once every you know 100 years, and it pushes us off our center. And no matter how much we know or how many tools are in our toolbox, we all struggle, we all grieve. I mean, at the end of the day, all we are is beautifully human with our, our lacks and our struggles and our grief and where we get lost and where things feel too much. And on the other hand, we're, we're incredibly heroic and, and, and do things that are miraculous. So Mm -hmm. I, I really see that you, you know, that in, in like so many of you moms out there that are listening, you know, that, where when you're busy taking care of the needs of your family your spouse your children and feeling pushed to the edge of the edge that it's so easy to lose yourself and that you realize that and you came back and said okay wait a minute what what do i know wait a minute i'm not in touch with me i'm i'm feeling burned out what are the things that i know and I love how you're saying the, there are these basic things, these basic gems of things that anybody can do, you know, can mm-hmm. go for a walk outside, you know, can have a ritual before bedtime or when you first get up in the morning, can use humor, um, you know, using a journal for prompts. I mean, that those are all really important practical tools that are accessible to anyone at any time. Um, yeah. So I really, I really love that. Um, mm-hmm. And what I love about your message is, is the, the humanity of your, of your sharing is that I know all of this. I've even authored a book about these things, about <laughs> grief and loss, yet I'm so human. We're in a pandemic. Let me come back and get grounded and centered. And what do I need to do to care for myself?
2: Yep, exactly. Yeah, there's nothing will ever be perfect and there's no perfect way to move through a pandemic or to grieve or to heal, you know, it's we're all sort of having to figure things out as we go. <laughs> it's such a daily process. Sometimes it's moment by moment. And yeah, it's really just like you said, it's coming back to the simple things. It doesn't have to be you know, any more overwhelming than life already is, you know, just going back to, to things that we all have access to. Um, even if it's five, 10 minutes a day, you know, and fitting it in where you can, because, you know, your self-care and your sanity, <laughs> it has to, that has to be prioritized to, to stay healthy, you know? And, yeah. um, cause we, we also, Need, you know, especially if we are taking care of others or little ones, you know, we, we can't do that for anyone else if we're not also remembering ourselves in the process. And that's just so important. And I think it's easy to forget when you're caught up in the day to day. Well, the other thing that really stands out to me
1: about, you know, you're sharing is that we are coming up on a year I mean, Mm -hmm. in just a few weeks, it'll be a year since the governor in our state um, recommended—or not (laughs) recommended—put down a stay-at-home order.
0: It was an Mm -hmm. order,
1: and and that here we are. You know, a year later, the pandemic's not over, and 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 what really I think is is such a gift to our listeners from your story is is you are a woman that has experienced. Unthinkable loss. The losses yeah. that you've experienced um, make us all shake in our shoes, and okay. and yet you, you know, you did an, an amazing, incredible things um, through those losses. I mean, you know, you. To be fair, you worked your ass off to get there, to be able to do those things. You worked mm-hmm. very hard on your grief journey and continue to. But this is the point that I'm making is that if someone like you can experience the kind of losses that you have that it does speak to how difficult this pandemic is how hard it is on all of us I mean you you're you're a veteran with grief and mm. and how hard this pandemic is how how much when when you're at home caring for your children and all of their needs And, Mm -hmm. and when we're not remembering to care for, for ourselves, how it impacts us. And, and I see from, from my producer, the dear Cindy, she's saying, uh, we need to begin to come to a close and I want to give you an opportunity to, to say what else is on your heart today to, um, feedback that you have for our listeners.
2: Yes. Um, absolutely. Um. I just want to remind everyone, you just really need to give yourself some grace during these times. Um, like you said, you know, no matter what we've been through before, this is completely new to us right now. And, you know, it's, it's been, no one could prepare for something like this and there are going to be good days and there might be bad days. Um, but it's, you know, it's about, you know, doing the things that the, t- the small things here and there that are going to help, uh, they're going to add up over time, uh, that are going to help take care of you. And, um, you know, no, no one's going to do this perfectly. I don't, you know, I'll like <laughs> I know a lot about loss and grief, but like you said, it's, it, I, I still have my moments and I don't know how to handle and you just got to kind of work through it and remember to reach out to your people. Um, That's huge right now. I think is, you know, we all need our support groups and our systems, our support systems, uh, you know, so whether it's calling a friend or family member, even once or twice a week, you know, just uh, the more we isolate, I think the more difficult things become. So check in on those that you love and, you know, just remember you're not alone in this because I think all of us to some degree can feel that way, especially when we're not able to see those that we care about and that, you know, we're used to having connection with. So you're definitely not alone. Um, we're all struggling to figure this out and we're doing the best we can. And, you know, that's, that in itself is huge. Um, you know, I think there's a lot to, um, to find here and there to be grateful for. And I think that's important to remember as we move forward. Thank you
1: for those words. I, I really adore what you're saying, that there's not a perfect way to do it. Mm-hmm. And that um, how human we are and the necessity of having grace and, and patience for ourselves and to reach out, to reach out for help, to reach out for support. Um, yes reach out to your loved ones. I just so, so appreciate your wisdom. So beautiful to be with you today. And Elizabeth, remind our listeners where they can find you. Uh, You can find me
2: at hercreativewellness.com. And I'm also hercreativewellness, my handle on Instagram as well. Awesome, awesome. So good to be with you. And one
1: of the things I'm looking forward to, uh, as hopefully sooner than later with this crazy pandemic, is being able to see you and give you a huge hug, girl. Yes. I'm going to jump oh, on I you. Can't
2: wait. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> That'll be an epic moment.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, oh, yes. <laughs> Well, thank you for being with us, everybody, today on Finding Hope. You can find me on Instagram, Counselor Mandy, or on Facebook at Mandy mcmullen bird And if you'd like to review this episode, please do. We love and value your feedback. And please share this awesome podcast. I'm so proud of the work that we're doing, Finding Hope, across your social media, and you can find us again next time thanks a lot and take good care